Get out the insurance cards, get out the co-pays. The office is open, my friends. Brought to you by DrRoto.com. Get out the copay. The office is open, my friends. That's right. It's the first podcast of mine here at DrRoto.com. I'm so happy that you were here with the site. I couldn't appreciate you anymore. We're going to do great things together this year. I promise you we're going to win fantasy championships because that's how we roll. You know that, right? We get you the information. We get you the news. We get you the rankings. We get you the projections. We get you everything that you need to win your fantasy championship. Because you know what? I was on Twitter this morning and I'm seeing this Twitter, fantasy Twitter, right? That's what we'll call it. We'll call it fantasy Twitter. And somebody was opining, and I won't say any names, about the Houston Texans tight end situation. And this person says, Jordan Aikens is a great player to roster on your fantasy teams. Well, let me tell you two things about that. One, I don't think you should roster any Houston Texan on your fantasy team. How about that? If you want to win a championship, do not roster any Houston Texans. And two, it ain't going to be Jordan Aikens because it's going to be Brevin Jordan. Do you know how I know that? I've seen Jordan Aikens play, and he's not very good. And I've seen Brevin Jordan play, and he is good. Now, but what about rookie tight ends? They struggle. I admit that. But the entire Texans roster is going to struggle. So they're going to have growing pains. But watch as Brevin Jordan emerges. So look, if you had Irv Smith on your fantasy roster, like I did in a couple of best ball leagues, and Irv is out for the year, you might look at Brevin Jordan. But here's a guy I'm really looking at. I'm looking at Tyler Conklin. That's right, Tyler Conklin. Who's that? He was the guy that was going to replace Kyle Rudolph. But now, he's probably going to replace Irv Smith. So when I was trying to figure out who Tyler Conklin really was, and I did some background, I checked a couple of YouTube videos out. And here's what I saw. I saw a guy who was actually pretty good. He had good hands. And he had made one play last year. And I don't know if you saw it. Go YouTube it. Where he basically had a 20-yard touchdown. And nobody could pull him down. Like, Five guys were draped all over him, and he scored this touchdown. And you know what I said? There's skill there because the eyes never lie, right? Watch a lot of film. Watch a lot of games. See things. I saw speed. I saw an ability to catch, and I saw ability to run after the catch. Here's what we know about the Vikings this year. They got some issues. Outside of Dalvin Cook, Adam Thielen, and Justin Jefferson – who else is going to catch the football? It used to be Kyle Rudolph. Not anymore. It used to be Irv Smith. Sadly, not anymore. Let me tell you, it's not going to be Chris Herndon. You know why? Because he can't catch. I've got my eye on Tyler Conklin, and I have picked him up in a couple of leagues. So he's sneaky. Let me give you another guy who's sneaky. So I was wrong about the team, but I think I'm going to be right about the player. Jacob Hollister. Now, I was convinced that he was going to be the Buffalo Bills starting tight end this year. Why? They brought him over for Seattle. Two, he and Josh Allen were teammates at Wyoming. Now, the Bills caught him, which tells me something, because the Bills are very good talent evaluators. But you know where Hollister ended up yesterday? The Jacksonville Jaguars. The Jaguars have no tight end. So it very well could be Jacob Hollister being there. Another guy to look at in deep leagues. 
So why am I talking about these random tight ends like Jacob Hollister and Tyler Conklin and Brevin Jordan and Jordan Akins? Because rosters are just being finalized and we have to understand them. We have to stay up to the latest information to help us win our fantasy leagues. So who's the Falcons backup running back? Do you know? If you said Quadri Allison, you're wrong. It's Wayne Gallman. Wayne Gallman's not with the 49ers anymore. He's with the Falcons. Do we like Wayne Gallman? Yes, we like Wayne Gallman. This guy has skill. And I don't think Mike Davis is going to get 25 carries a game. I think Mike Davis gets about 22 to 24 touches a game. But I still think there's room for Wayne Gallman to get about 6 to 10 touches a game. And he does have skill. But the key is, did you catch that? Did you catch that Brashad Perriman is now with the Bears? Do you know who the Bears' third receiver is most likely? Brashad Perriman, right? Because outside of Allen Robinson and outside of Darnell Mooney, who else do they really have? Marquise Goodwin? Damier Bird? You feel warm and fuzzy about either of those guys? I don't either. So I don't love Brashad Perriman, but there is skill there. He does run a good deep route. And when Andy Dalton loses his job in, I don't know, let's say two weeks, I think Justin Fields will find this guy in a couple of deep patterns once or twice throughout the season. So if you drafted him in a best ball format, I think you're going to be pretty happy with him. So there were other moves that happened, which is why if you don't stay up to date on your information, we do here at DrRoto.com. Did you see that the Panthers claim Royce Freeman? Do I love Royce Freeman? No. But it's a, it's a note and it's a nugget to file away. Why? Well, if Christian McCaffrey doesn't stay healthy this year, is it Chuba Hubbard? Maybe. Or could it be a Chuba Hubbard and Royce Freeman timeshare? Now, let me ask you this. If you have the number one pick and you draft Christian McCaffrey, and maybe somebody snipes you in round 13 or 14 and takes Chuba Hubbard, well, maybe you outsmart them and you take Royce Freeman in round 20 as your last pick. And you know what? Maybe the smartest pick you ever made. That's how we win fantasy football championships. We watch guys. We watch them closely. We figure out where they fit on their rosters. And then we pounce two weeks before our opponents do. It's not good enough to pounce one week before. One week was good enough three or four years ago. It's not good enough anymore. And I'm telling you that straight up because I was that guy who was always a week ahead of you. Now I've got to be two to three weeks ahead of you. So when I do my waiver wire podcast, which I'm hoping that you'll be listening to every Tuesday, I'm going to give you guys. And some of those guys are the players that you're going to want to chart and write down and make sure that they're in your queue. I'm not saying you're picking them up, but we want to be ready because we want to be two weeks ahead of our competition right? So I'm the visionary. I'm seeing guys right now who can emerge. And when you do that, you're going to be successful, right? I don't think people, let me give you an example of a guy right now who, if you've read any of the articles on the site, I couldn't be any higher on Kenneth Gainwell. Could not be any higher on a guy than Kenneth Gainwell. Now, in high stakes leagues, the guy's going in the 10th or 11th round. Okay, last night I think I took him in round 11 because I wasn't not taking him. In home leagues, though, people haven't caught on to him yet. But let me tell you something here, and here's where we see things two and three weeks ahead. Firstly, 
the Eagles stink. Secondly, they'll be playing from behind. When they play from behind, it's not going to be Boston Scott who's going to be that running back. It's going to be Kenneth Gainwell. I need you to understand that right now. Do you know why Antonio Gibson played wide receiver at, the, at Memphis? Because Kenneth Gainwell was a starting running back. Okay? That's how good this guy is. And he catches the ball really well out of the backfield. Not just well, really well. Like, much better than Miles Sanders well. So, here's what I'm telling you. I'm telling you that the Eagles are going to be playing from behind most weeks. He's going to be the two-minute drill back. He's going to be the third down back. And I think there's an opportunity for at least 10 to 12 touches a week. And I'm talking about five catches a week minimum. So now, everybody's drafting Miles Sanders. Some guy in your league is drafting Boston Scott. But we're going to be smart, and we're going to keep our eyeballs on Kenneth Gainwell. And after the first week, here's the problem. Here's why you need to be proactive and not reactive. I'm telling you, week one, when this guy has 12 to 14 fantasy points, which he will, by the way, everybody's going to pick him up in, in free agency. Everybody's going to go to on the waivers and pick him up. That's why we have to get him first before that happens, right? We have to strike and get those guys before our competition does. When we do that, we win fantasy leagues. Let me give you another guy. Everybody's sleeping on Paris Campbell. I'm not sleeping on Paris Campbell. Here's what I know. I know T.Y. Hilton is on the IR. I know that Zach Pascal is not with the team right now because of COVID. So tell me, who are the wide receivers for the Indianapolis Colts? Michael Pittman Jr., we love. Oh, and how about Paris Campbell? Where did he play football? The Ohio State University. Here's what I know about Paris Campbell. I know he's fast and I know he's talented because I watched him play in college. But people forgot about Paris Campbell because he was injured most of last year and didn't do anything. And people feel like, oh, this guy screwed me. Well, let me tell you something. I was on the Yahoo podcast with Liz Loza yesterday. Liz is a really good friend of mine, and we go back many years uh, in the industry. And she said, Doc, who do you have a grudge against? And you know who I said? Nobody. I don't have a grudge against anybody anybody. And I'm going to tell you why. I don't care what you did for me last year. Last year is last year. Last year's championships are last year's championships. They go on the mantle at the Roto household. But what do I do with them next year? I start over. So I don't worry about the fact that the guy screwed me last year when I took Paris Campbell as my sleeper and I ended up cutting him week four. Who cares? It's what can you do for me now, right? And I need you guys to think that way. Don't worry about last year's stats. And I said this to my son, little Roto. He had a, he had a draft, right, last week. And we had, I said, pick Jerry Judy. He clicks Jerry Judy's name. He goes, he wasn't that good last year. I said, don't worry about last year. Let's worry about this year. I'm taking him the fourth round of all my high stakes drafts. Don't have a grudge against guy from last year. Don't be attached to last year's stats. Be attached to what's happening this year. Be attached to how things are going to shake out. So, Jerry Judy, he's going to be a top 25 wide receiver. Book it. Paris Campbell, he's going to be a guy that you're going to be finding on your waiver wire and stashing on your rosters. Book it. 
Kenneth Gainwell, oh yeah, he's going to be the third down back, if not more, on the Philadelphia Eagles. Because let me tell you something, I'm not sold on Miles Sanders. If there's anybody I'm not taking this year, I'll give you the two guys I'm not taking this year. One, Miles Sanders. Why? Jalen Hurts is stealing touchdowns. Two, Kenneth Gainwell's stealing touches. I'm out on Miles Sanders. And I'm certainly not taking Amari Cooper. Why? C.D. Lamb is the number one receiver on that team. Fact. And two, who do you think Amari Cooper sees every week? He sees Darius Slade twice. He sees James Bradbury twice. He sees Fuller twice. He sees Jair Alexander. He sees the other team's number one cornerback. I don't need that in my life. I need C.D. Lamb, baby. So those are the two guys I'm staying away from this year for sure. Okay? This is how we win championships together. So let me tell you about my schedule. So next week, I'm going to be podcasting as always. And starting week two, you get prescription notes every Monday. What's prescription notes? That's when I go over all the games from Sunday. On Tuesday, you get the waiver wire. That's right, when I break down the players that you know that you're going to need to win your leagues. And of course, you get the Visionary podcast on Friday, where I drop the knowledge on the players you definitely want in your seasonal and DFS lineups. And I'm very happy to say I've got my man Willie Walls back with me and our friend Odell Blocker, the Zen master of DFS. We're going to be doing Friday Night Lights, our Friday night DFS show together that we used to do. We're bringing it back to drrodo.com because we want to get you guys to be our rich friend. All right? Because I need another rich friend and I want it to be you. So we're going to do great things together this season. I promise you that. We're going to win fantasy championships together. I promise you that. And if you need me, by the way, I don't want to forget one other thing. My friend Johnny Danger and I, every Sunday morning, we will be in the Discord chat answering your questions. You drop them in the chat. We're going to be dropping knowledge and giving you answers because that's how we roll. All right? I promise you, we get it done together. But right now it's time to put away the insurance cards, put away the copay. The office is closed, my friends. Good luck in your drafts this week. If you have any questions, find the team in Discord. We're all here to help you get it done. All right? Until the next time, it's Dr. Roto saying be well and take care. Thanks for stopping by the office. Get your fantasy prescription by subscribing to the channel and checking out drrodo.com. And until the next visit, be well and take care.